And I always say thank you, thank you, thank you so much for supporting the Canada Six Podcast. And on tonight, um, I am so excited to have this uh, young lady. Uh, this uh, uh, I'm just excited to have her on, and I just can't wait to introduce her. But um, I got a chance to meet her, got a chance to go to her swearing-in on um, Monday evening. And she is now the mayor of, of Rice, Texas, which is a little small town just south of, course, I mean, just north of Corsicana. And so without further ado, I'm going to introduce to the listening audience, Mayor J. Nicole Jackson. Hello. Hi, Barbara. Thanks for having me on today. Thank you so much for taking out uh, the time out of your busy schedule, because I know it's starting, it's going to get busier for you, so I'm so glad that you took the time out on this um, Beyond the Canada Speaks podcast. So, Mayor Jackson, tell the listening audience uh, about who Mayor J. Nicole Jackson is. Well, I'm actually what I call a serial entrepreneur. I own three businesses. I'm a licensed realtor. I build homes, I do interior design, and I have a home decor store as well in the city of Ennis. And I have three beautiful daughters and a husband who's an artist, <laughs> and he uh, actually does African-American art. And um, we live in Rice, which is a tiny town. Um, we actually relocated from Grand Prairie to the Rice area to kind of get a floor pace in life. And... Um, I live in a 121-year-old house. I'm in love with historic homes. I'm in love with vintage things. I'm in love with classic cars. <laughs> so, oh, wow. That's a little bit about who I am. So, um, I, uh, I, I guess I not, saw you on Facebook uh, about a week ago because um, uh, Charlotte had you on her um, program and Charlotte's from Ennis, and then to, to uh, you popped up on my feed, and I was like, she's getting ready to be the mayor of it of life. And I was like, I didn't even know, it, you know, you know, which you know, Rice is Navarro County. I didn't even know you were running, and so I was just so excited to see, you know, that you had run and you had won your election uh, to be the mayor of of Rice, Texas. And so you talk about um, you're a businesswoman. And um, I kind of like kind of kind of asking around, you know, about who you were, and they were like, "Oh my goodness, she's a businesswoman. She's good at what she's doing. She's very um, progressive." Um, and so, um, how did you? How are you doing all these different businesses? How do you have the energy? Because I guess the message I want for tonight is to help motivate, you know, those that are out there, you know, because. I do believe this pandemic has, has woken up a lot of people about entrepreneurship. I mean, you have people that have stepped out there and said, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and just put my foot out there, put myself out there, and go ahead and try it. So it seems like you've been doing it for a while. So how, how do you have the energy to run three businesses, and now you're the mayor of Rice, Texas? <laughs> well, actually, I talk a little bit about this in my book um, that I have. Um, it's called Office Hours, Reclaiming Your Life. As women, in particular, we have two jobs. We have our household, and then we have whatever career that we have. 
and managing both of them can be very, very challenging. And so I basically have learned how to, one, delegate, delegate, delegate. I have a team of people that help me. I have a store manager that runs my store. I have subcontractors that run my construction company. Um, I have other realtors that work under underneath me as a team. Um, so I delegate a lot of things and do more of managing than um, hands-on on a lot of things. And I'm the visionary, so I'll come up with the vision, the ideal, and then I'll pass it on to one of my workers or one of my employees to do the job. And as far as mayor, I sketch out so many hours a day that I work the city business, and then I go on to my business. And I try to work within a certain set of hours, and when I can't, some days I just take off and say, I'm going to take this day off to balance off the time that I do work over so it's, it's, it's a balancing game, and it's really about finding out what's priority, and I believe our families should be priority first above all. So when yeah. our families are taking care of, and we're taking care of, we take care of ourselves, then we, we basically prioritize everything else in our life and set boundaries to be able to accomplish those goals that we're trying to accomplish. So, so what if there's somebody out there that wants to step out there? What is, what is something that you, that you can tell them you know, that you can tell them to do. I mean, because, you know, you have a lot of people that are just so nervous. And, you know, some, some, sometimes you have, you have, you know, you have those that have been working this eight to five job, but they have this, this, this dream to do, you know, something that they want to do. How, what do you tell them? Okay, so I'm a big, big promoter of purpose. Okay, I don't feel like God just put us on this earth just to be on this earth. You have a purpose, you have a gift, you have something inside of you that the world is waiting to come out. And I believe when you taste that purpose, like the word says, your gift makes room for you. So when you do that purpose and you do that thing that God put inside of you, doors will open for you financially, doors will open for you with relationships, doors will open for you. Things just begin to flow when you chase after the thing that God put in your heart to do. So the first thing I would say is find your purpose and find a way to make that purpose make money. If your passion and your purpose is cleaning trucks, <laughs> you know, cleaning cars, <laughs> or whatever it is, you're passionate about cars, find a way to make money off of that. Then when you find one way to make money off of it, you find multiple streams of that same career, <laughs> that same gift, that same purpose, and create multiple streams of income so that you can be secure financially. A lot of people... They do most streams of income, but they do them on different things. That's not their purpose. They might be, you know, selling light today or electricity today and then turn around selling cars tomorrow. They're not doing their purpose. When you find your purpose, then you find multiple streams of income within that purpose because then the learning curve is down. <laughs> you don't have to relearn a new career. And then also, um, like I said, it just flows through you. You don't have to try to do something. You just simply be. And when you simply be who you are, things begin to flow for you. And uh, you'll be happy. So do you think, uh, Mary Jackson, do you think that, um, you know, I guess society has evolved where, you know, a younger, I'm just saying a younger millennial um, type people are now realizing that, you know what, you don't have to fit me in a box. Because, you know, we've had that, you know, that baby boomer generation where, you know, you, they talk, you know, you get on a job, you, you know, you, you work, you know, 30, 40 years, get your retirement. And so do you see an involvement, uh, you know, a, a, I guess an involvement of, or, uh, you know, the world changing or, you know, society changing where, you know, hey, like you said, you can have multiple, 
you know, multiple type of incomes, multiple type of careers. You know, don't just lock yourself into one one job. Well, I think two things happen. One, uh, go get a job and work, you know, till you retire. That's up to me. Uh, the majority of people nowadays don't stay on jobs longer than two, three, four years. And then they move on to the no job is secure anymore, <laughs> okay? So that's the first thing. The second thing is technology. <laughs> if you have a phone, you can become an expert on anything if you read. <laughs> okay? yeah. So where it used to be, you would, have to, you would have to go to college or you would have to go to the library and figure stuff out and try to learn on you. You can simply go to Google and learn about anything. So I think technology and the fact that jobs are no longer um, stable, career choices anymore that people have seen that I would rather put my faith in myself <laughs> and run a business than in a job. And so with these opportunities with technology and knowledge at your fingertips, the sky's the limit. Yes, it is. So so what kind of legacy do you want to leave, Matt Jackson? You know, I've, I've asked a previous guest that question. What kind of legacy would you, would you like to leave? Well, um, the book that I just wrote, it was inspired by a book that was written in the 1920s by a uh, white female lady in the 1920s. I came across her book, and it inspired me now in 2021. So I have made a dedication to every year on my birthday or around my birthday to release another book of things that I've learned, things that I've experienced to give to the next generation. If someone can write a book in 1920 that can affect me now, I can write a book today that may affect the next generation. <laughs> you know, so yeah. putting out information, putting out knowledge of anything that I've learned, any experiences that I learned, I want to put that in the earth so that, you know, I, I always said I listen to Miles Monroe. He's one of my favorite uh, pastors. He has gone on and passed away, but he's one of my yeah. favorite pastors. He, mm -hmm. he said, the richest place on the earth is the grave. And I refuse to go to the grave with a book in me, a business in me, an idea in me. <laughs> I'm going to get it all out of me before I leave this earth. So that, that's, that's the, the legacy I would like to leave behind for everyone to reach their full potential before they leave this earth. So, Mayor Jackson, um, you are, um, you know, you're, you're a woman of color, you know, and how can you motivate our younger, you know, African-American, you know, females, young girls? Because, you know, you know, technically, even in our area, you don't really see a lot of, you know, women uh, that are of color in leadership positions. Um, you can go probably, you know, one, one north, and you do see a lot, you know, you have the mayor, a female mayor, African-American female mayor in DeSoto, Texas. And so you have, you know, you know those different kind of uh, positions and those careers, you know, as far as in the metroplex. So how can in our small and town environment, how can how can you and how can we? I don't know. And I want to say we. How can we motivate our young girls, our young ladies, you know, to step up and um, you know learn and you know step on out there and just be leaders within themselves? That's a great question. I think it all stems in identity, knowing who we are. We limit ourselves because we don't know who we are and our capabilities. I think when we teach our young girls who we are, our heritage, because first of all, going back to slavery, I think a lot of people have a negative outlook on slavery, and then they turn it within themselves. When I look at slavery like, they went through all of that, <laughs> and we still have succeeded. <laughs> you see what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And so taking along 
all of the energy from our ancestors and all the things that they've overcome and saying, you have a spirit inside of you that can do anything. And when you walk into the room, you walk into the room with those ancestors. You walk into the room with that power. You walk into the room with that spirit, no matter who's in the room. I won the vote 74%. And we literally have 4% of African Americans in the city of Black. Wow. Who I was in God, if I didn't know who I was, I would have been intimidated and said, they would never vote for me. But it was the total opposite. It's me knowing who I am. It's the young black girl growing up in school knowing who she is and not the lies that's been told to her. And when she walks in the room with that confidence, she can do anything. Wow. Wow. So, Mary so Jackson, are you, so you going to, I guess, make yourself present, make, your, make yourself known in the school environment, you know, because... That is so key, you know. You know, if we if we teaching our young people at an early age, you know, the potential that they have, are you going to make you going to make your you know your your position? You know, be, are you going to be seen in the school environment? Are you going to link up with the, maybe the superintendents? And you know, because we we have to start training up our our generation of young people because they are going to be our replacements. And so, are you going to you know make yourself you know seen in the in the school environment? Yes, I actually have a, um, a thing that I do. It's called Contractor. And I just started, I did the first one at the Boys and Girls Club, and I took a, a young group of girls, and I showed them about the construction business because I own a construction company. I taught them about real estate, and we built like a little town with little doll houses, and they built their own town. And I kind of motivate them about girl power and how the traditional job of construction company, of having a construction company is normal for men. You know, and um, I want them to understand that there's no limit. <laughs> you can do yeah. So I actually, if you go on um, my website, you'll see one of the videos that I did at the Boys and Girls Club. And we go out and we teach and that's them the Boys and Girls Club in Ennis, right? Yes, that's the Boys and Girls Club. Okay. And I want to take the same thing to schools as well. well okay, well, you know, we have, because you know we have a Boys and Girls Club in Corsicana. So we want, we want to be able to... And, I want to be able to see you in, in the club there, too. I'm on the advisory board there, so we definitely want to see you there as well. Yes, ma'am, I'll be there. As long as they say I can come, I'll be there. And yes, ma'am. And to open them up to other ideas, other careers, um, yes. of own, so building houses, building commercial buildings, being able to be a realtor, being able to be an interior designer, and um, just opening their minds up to other, other options. And so it's called, I can, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, that's the name of it. It's called Contract Her, H-E-R. <laughs> so. Contract Her. Okay, okay. So, so Mary Jack, let me ask you this. Has it been tough being a female in a male-dominated, uh, you know, society? Has it been tough over the yes. years? Yes, it has been. It's still hard now, um, but all of the traits that I have now, I've been working with them on a regular basis now, so they've become accustomed to me. But that's a space that men don't want women to enter into because they have dominated it for so long. So I've had contractors that, I mean, literally would not work with me because I was a female, let alone a female, African-American female. Wow. <laughs> work with me. And I had times where I have to call down my husband. <laughs> I call <laughs> my line, my line to come down and take care of things, you know. But I didn't let it stop me because after a while, they'll need a job. <laughs> they'll mm -hmm. need a job <laughs> or not, you know. So, yes, it, it's been kind of rough in the construction industry. Wow. Well, Mary, well, Mary Jackson, um, I do really do appreciate you taking the time out to be on the Canada Speaks podcast. I know you're going to do 
a fantastic job as the mayor of Rice, Texas. And I know you're going to motivate other, you know, other women, you know, other, you know, even some of your community members, you know, to step up and, you know, you know, and get into, you know, the, you know, just being a part of local government because that is so important, you know, to um, be a part of that. And so, um, uh, listen to your, listen to the listener audience, your your businesses because um, I want them to know, you know, the businesses that you own and that you run, and that way, if they want to even patronize you, just mention those businesses. Well, I call it the Masterpiece brand. Um, author of my business are named Masterpiece, Masterpiece Home Builders, Masterpiece Home Inspiration, and then I have the Masterpiece Real Estate Group. And so if you go on Facebook, you can find any one of those on Facebook and see some of my work. And um, stop by the store. I'm in downtown Ennis. All of the businesses are ran out of one location. So I can decorate your home. I can build your yeah. home. Or I can sell your home. One-stop shop, all things home. Okay. Well, Matt Jackson, I always, uh, like I said, I thank you so much for taking the time out to be on the Canada Speaks podcast. And I always give my guests an opportunity to give a shout-out to anybody that I could give a shout-out to. So go ahead and give a shout-out. Um, I would actually just like to thank my husband for his support, my sister Elizabeth um, for her support, and my father. These three people have been my backbone. I mean, I have a lot of family that support me, and no one is successful by themselves. You need a group of people to support you. So I just want to thank them for all of their support and encouragement. Well, thank you again, and um, I just want to say I, I, I'm just excited for you. I am just, you know, just even going to your uh, 20th ceremony, I was just like, oh, my goodness, our young ladies, our young people um, are, actually have somebody, uh, that you know, that looks like them, that is in a you know, leadership role as mayor, and the potential that, you know, that they have, they just dream big. And so I just want to thank you, you know, just thank you for all your hard, you know, the hard work that you've done because I'm sure it took that for you to get where you are. And I know, you know, there's no stopping you now, you know. So I just, um, I'm going to be, I'm going to be in your corner. So um, if you need anything, you can always call me. And so um, with, to my listening audience, uh, I just, you know, like I said, thank you again for all the supporting the Canada Speaks podcast. And on the business of the week, I'm going to recognize my engineer's uh, business, Aaron Orsak, and his business is uh, Velis Studios. And Aaron does, he teaches music, he teaches guitar lessons, he does, he's, he, he can help you with, if you want to do a podcast, um, just look him up. You can always reach him at 903-689-7117. That's 903-689-7117, and that is Velis Studios, CEO Aaron Orchak. And to my listening audience, thank you again. Continue just to stay safe. Y'all have a good week. And thank you again for supporting the Canada Street Podcast. Have a good evening.